Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. and welcome on into this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Connolly, joined as always by Megan Gailey. And Megan, we have to start with the obvious here. We've gotten a lot of feedback on our royal family video that went out last week. Was it positive? Um, yeah, we, we got some okay. questions answered. Okay, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, true. So they were engaged. Um, betrothed. Betrothed. Which, uh, listen, you went to Sunday school. I went to Sunday school. I don't think that was made clear to us as children. It was not. Now, as a, I'm guessing you were confirmed. Mm-hmm. What was your confirmation name? Oh, I picked a really weird one. I, I wish I would have just went classic. What I was it? Like, Emiliana or something I think that's like gorgeous. That. Oh, um, I picked Anastasia, which was not one of the options. And I had just, I had just beat down this priest so much that he was like, just fine, whatever she wants to do. And I say I had beat down this priest, not physically, but during confirmation, <laughs> they were like, you guys feel free to ask of the priest any questions. You know, you're about to enter into adulthood in the church. Like, let us know if you've got things answered Mm -hmm. and so my question was can you have sex before you become a priest so you asked you asked the priestess yeah and how uh, old were you 13 14 (laughs) and it did not go over well it was not well did he give you an answer no I think they called my my mom wow and my mom was like cancel your confirmation no they, they were like, this I, girl, I, she can't get confirmed. They said, all right, get this little Anastasia whippersnapper in here. <laughs> I got confirmed. <laughs> and now I'm my nephew's godmother. You know, like, I continued on. What was the facial reaction or the facial expression of those around when you asked the priest if he had sex before he was married? And I didn't even ask if he did. I just was like, is it allowed? What are the parameters? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like kind of a little bit of a smirk. And and I was not even trying to be a smart ass. Like, it's like, I think that's a, a I, w- I was a virgin. I, I was a late virgin. It's not even like I was a wild girl being like, can I still be a nun if I have sex in high school? <laughs> I just was genuinely curious. And I think the answer is no, but... No, they definitely can. I don't think you're supposed to, though. So you just but, never, you just have to be a virgin forever if you're going to be and, a priest? Yeah, and then it's like, I guess you're well, is, that someone, is that someone I want to take life advice from i don't know okay so right. moving anyways into the well sports um, world. this was catholic hour on megan fun of sports <laughs> thank you all for joining us a very hot start today um we will move and transition into the sports world and start where we always begin with our morons and menches of the week go ahead Okay, so my moron this week is soon-to-be former head Texas men's basketball coach Chris Beard, who Mm -hmm. was arrested on 
felony domestic violence charges. Um, his lawyer has said there's no merit to it, that his fiance wants all charges dropped. But when you read through the affidavit that was filed by his fiance, the attack seems like it was pretty violent. Mm-hmm. And I think this is sometimes something professional sports and tends to look the other way on. Unfortunately, I think when it comes to collegiate and the and the men and women that have been chosen to lead young men and women at college levels, there's there's like a kind of a zero tolerance for this because they're supposed to be role models too. So I I believe he is going to be fired. And it, it's like, dog, it's just, it's not, it's, it, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to not physically assault your fiance. I'm with you. I'm glad you brought him up as the moron of the week because I was, he, he was on my list. He was yeah. on my list, but um, I knew you would put it together. And <laughs> you go, oh, better I than I could. But I did, I did almost stop you and I didn't because it was serious. But when you were like expected to lead young people, I was like, just like the priest, just like that virgin. Just priest. like but, the priest. Yeah. Okay. Um, Megan, you go ahead. So um, I was going to do this as my mensch, but I'm going to have a little spin and do it as my moron because I found a better angle for the mensch of the week. So my moron is anybody who thought that Zion Williamson on Friday night as the Pelicans were playing the Suns was out of line for doing a spin reverse slam dunk at the end of the game when it was over. So... If you didn't see the game, it was over eight, nine seconds left. The uh, the Pelicans are leading by nine against the Suns. The Suns are the team that eliminated the Pelicans last year in the playoffs, the season that Zion Williamson didn't play. The game is over. Zion, one of the best players in the league, does this spin-reverse dunk that's awesome, and all of a sudden these critics are coming at him that it was not good sportsmanship, all of that. I don't care about any of it. And Zion, I don't think you should have had to apologize. No, and, and to his credit, you did just send us the video of him being like, listen, I got a little carried away. But people, all they do is talk massive S-H-I-T about Zion, like mm-hmm. about his weight, about his injuries. And it's like, here he is, he's playing and you still don't like it. So it's like, cut this guy some slack. Also, this is the NBA. Like if we're not doing reverse dunks, what are we doing then? My this is- thing is more like, I get it. Everybody has been on Zion, but I think there needs to be better rivalries and almost more yeah. lovable hatred in sports. Especially I don't want in the these NBA. guys to like actually kill each other, but I no. want there to be bad blood beti- between teams. I want Let's get Pelicans- some 90s NBA back where yes. it's like we see these games end and then they immediately go over and lift their shirts up and start talking about where they're going to go to dinner and it's like, okay, I want to imagine that some of you don't like each other. Can we, yep. can we infuse some of that reality TV into this? Also, the Suns, they're just so boring and I know that that one girl all gave like seven of them a that was before this roster so she might need to come back uh, somebody they just I don't know they're they all feel like they sit in the front row of class and raise their hand and that's who I was too but it's like a team filled with that and I'm like "Mm, no I'm good no so Zion reverse dunk get off the floor yes yes and anybody who hates on him shut up okay which brings us to (laughs) 
So uh, my <laughs> more of the week, I'll stick with the college football here. It's the Heisman voters. Um, it's just a super lackluster year for it. And if there ever was a year to not make this the boring uh, quarterback on a good team award, and I understand that Devontae Smith did win a few years ago. This could have been the year. Um, you know, to me, if you're going to give it to a quarterback who has, you know, the accolades, it's like, well, USC didn't even win the conference, nor did they make the playoff. If you're just going to give it to a quarterback who brought the team to, you know, a position of prominence, like why not give it to Matt? Max Duggan and TCU. No one really expected TCU to be where they are right now. Number three seed in the college football playoff. USC was ranked pretty high in the preseason. They stayed ranked pretty high. Obviously, like I just said, did not win the Pac-12, nor did they beat Utah to get into the college football playoff. So, I, you know, Caleb had a great year. His Heisman moment, though, like versus Notre Dame, a four-loss team, also a team that the media loves to say Notre Dame doesn't belong, yet they use that platform to propel Caleb Williams to the Heisman. So that's kind of strange to me. Um, I, I'm not super upset you want it but to me i just feel like when you don't send hendon hooker there who clearly again same thing brought tennessee to prominence even though he got injured hendon hooker most definitely should have been involved in the conversation so i just think this award needs a bit of a jolt a little bit of a resurgence to try to change it because uh i think this is such a, a lame year and he pretty much won this thing yeah. like i mean it was a landslide so it was just um yeah not a little a little salty about this award now, I'm talking to two West Coasters. However, yeah. I feel like Pac-12 football, no one really watches or cares about it. Would Caleb Williams be a bigger deal if he was in the SEC or the Big Ten, which he's going to be For in the Big sure. Ten next year? So yeah, I, I they know. for sure would. I'm like when I'm walking around my neighborhood, the number one thing I'm seeing is Dodgers, close second Lakers, and then you'll see a little bit UCLA USC sprinkled in, and they're and those fans are die hard. Mm-hmm. It it just doesn't. I just don't feel like I see a ton of them out here. I think they probably are sprinkled throughout the country. I almost tweeted this on Saturday, and then I was like, I don't want people to yell at me. Does the Heisman matter still? I think for the commercials, definitely for the commercials, and, totally and, matters. And now probably even more with NIL because there's more yeah, opportunities to but make like money. It's, does it, it doesn't seem like it signals like that's going to be the number one draft pick. No, Or this not. is like... Because it always is, has to be a quarterback. Well, it doesn't have yeah, to be, but it always is. I know. And I and I cheer for an NFL team that needs a quarterback. And, and I'm still like, yeah, I don't know if that this ends up being the showcase that it used to be. Um, yeah. I agree okay. that Hendon Hooker should have been in the conversation. Just um, name-wise I alone. just was waiting for Eddie to come around to why Notre Dame was involved with it. So you gave me a good laugh. Thank you, Eddie. Okay. Now, our mentions this week, Megan and I are have both picked um, people to celebrate who passed this week. And so mine is Grant Wall, the... U.S. soccer journalist who died last week. It's now reported that he died of a ruptured aortic aneurysm. I think when it first was reported, there was a lot of skepticism because he most notably wore a rainbow flag shirt to the World Cup and was not permitted to the stadium. And so then it was like, oh, no, did Qatar do? I I think all of that has has settled now and and the autopsy seems like it was very conclusive. I have just seen so many friends and people that I know in sports be devastated by this. And it seems like he was just unanimously loved and extremely supportive and 
Megan and I talk a lot about how like in this business, it's sometimes hard to know like who your friends are and, and who's going to be there for you and who's going to bring up your name in the room. And it, it really feels like from everything I've been reading about him, that Grant was one of those stand up guys. So just, you know, sending love to his family and, and to our friends who were affected by his passing. I love that. Very well said. It was an outpour on social media everywhere. And I don't follow soccer very often, but um, enjoyed reading some of the stories, just mm-hmm. remembering Grant. Um, my my mensch is actually living. Eddie's mensch <gasps> is dedicated to okay. somebody. Well, I hope past. I didn't put a curse on anyone. <laughs> well, I hope not either. I mean, you might actually hope so when you find out who it is, but my mensch of the week is Bill Belichick. Um, okay. No, I don't. I want Bill to live into his like hundreds. I want to see okay, him good. crotchety, still like coaching at a nursing home. Yes, I I think so. Coaching like high school lacrosse at yeah. a nursing home. Um, my mentor of the week is Bill Belichick because on the Manning cast on Monday Night Football, a story about Bill Belichick that is hilarious was revealed. It was when Bill Simmons was on and Peyton and Eli were talking about how every time there's a coach of the Pro Bowl, they get to pick any player to come on the team. And now twice, Bill Belichick has been the coach of the Pro Bowl. And one time he invited a punter by the name of David Bin to join the Pro Bowl and join the Pro Bowl team. And the reason that he selected David Bin to be on the Pro Bowl team was because he was dating Pamela Anderson. And he thought it would be great if Pamela came to the Pro Bowl. And I believe this was also the year that the Pro Bowl was in Hawaii. And Pam was dating a punter? Right? Wow. I know. Um, and did anyway, you watch so the Pam and Tommy show? I did. I, I thought it was it. fantastic. I loved it. Um, and so anyways, Ben is at practice, and Belichick goes up to him while they're stretching, and he says, so where's where's your girlfriend? He said, Bill. Pam? Pam's not here. Yeah, he's she like, Pam's works. not coming? Then why the F did I put you <gasps> on this team? Is what Bill said. Straight face. So he's my mention of the week, because I do think that is... I think it's hilarious. I think oh, it's he a was power a long, move. And it he was a long snapper. He was oh, a long, long snapper. snapper. Not I'm hunter. I wanted to look up how hot he is. He's like pretty attractive. Doesn't look yeah. like Pam's type, to be honest. Um, very funny. But like, yeah, yes. Bill, Pam has a career. Like she's bu- she's booked busy and blessed. So you she's think she's very coming blessed. Home? She's very blessed. Um, okay. Eddie, I almost called Eddie Conrad. Like, that is how sweet surprised <laughs> I am. I almost called him my infant's name. Eddie. Conrad, give Conrad. us your lunch. Give us Conrad. Your lunch. So uh, sorry. Uh, to bring down the mood again, uh, I am going to go with uh, Mike Leach as my uh, my mensch of the week. Uh, it's just, it's really as sad as it gets. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Megan made fun before for, you know, Notre, my Notre Dame comment, but like, Mike Leach is why college football to me is like just the best time of year. You could gain an appreciation of somebody who's not even on your team. There's just so many different college football programs. So like Mike Leach was a guy that was just so damn funny, no matter where he went, whether it was Texas tech, then to Washington state, then to Mississippi state. Like I just found myself rooting for him uh, literally on the Mount Rushmore. I think of funniest athletes or, or, or just people in sports, probably up there with Charles Barkley and others, but like, he really was that good. And then obviously as a coach himself, you know, kind of inventing or, or making, or, you know, redefining the air raid, the spread offense. Uh, and then just the fact that he was successful, not only in the big 12, then the PAC 12, and then moving to the sec, the cream of the crop, uh, you know, even 
a couple of weeks ago before his death, while Mississippi, Mississippi State was still playing, when he goes and says, you know, the, the team lost, I forgot to who, and he goes like, you know, I'm, our players are too busy eating fish sandwiches with their fat girlfriends. Like the guy was like a constant stream of just being so deadpan, so dry, um, so funny. And uh, it stinks to lose him because I feel like he was such a great part of college football. It's not going to be the same. And obviously the outpouring on Twitter just proves that like he was just beloved by other coaches, by uh, opposing players, by his own players. Um, and like I said, he coached three different major conferences for a reason. He was just that good and um the college football world is now not gonna be the same without mike leach mm-hmm. there so it is uh this loss actually does hurt it, it's yeah. i think everyone who appreciates college football on saturdays is going to miss this guy so um, i'm giving my mention of the week to you mike leach mike yeah, leach always we loved his interviews his so press conferences oh my gosh his interviews, his, and his players loved him his halloween candy interview like he's he was so funny 61 is so young and so young. a lot of really like we're talking about how funny he was i've also seen a lot of really touching stories that have come out about him so yeah it was that it's a really really tough one um moving on to um, a, a positive note, some winners here within the Extra Points crew. The prop quiz winner, Andrew Harris, got eight right. I was not the biggest loser this week. I, I fell was close in, to it. Jesus. I fell in the middle of the pack, so I'm thrilled about that. I believe Eddie was middle of the pack. Megan. Um, and are we also, now that Sal has announced it, are we allowed to say that we have a fun event coming up in Vegas in a few yes. weeks? Yes. Okay, great. Um, so the Extra Points crew is going to be in Vegas starting, um, I think festivities kick off on January 7th. Um, obviously, Megan Gailey of, had plans on January on 6th, 6th yeah. so we had to A lot move of the crew... A lot of the crew is going to be in D.C., specifically. (laughs) Specifically, (laughs) Megan Haley. On the 6th. So, Vegas, um, starting the 7th, and we'll be there through the 7th, 8th, 9th, when the national championship game is. I'm going to be performing at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club on the 8th. I'm so excited for that. You're famous now, too. You got a big shout-out this week. People are asking about the tickets. Yeah. Everybody this, come out to see Megan. If you come to see one thing, come to see Megan's comedy show. To to get a shout out on Bill Simmons, it really just I I texted you guys ago, I hope some of my exes are upset. You know, like it just really that's that's the apex. That's the apex for men that like sports. Um, I had people okay. texting me about you. <gasps> Wow. My dad was like, our old neighbor. (laughs) I love that. Our old neighbor. My dad's always coming up with stuff like that. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we will dive into the NFL. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and so much more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OMAHAFULL. That's O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. And place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. But if you don't, you'll get your stake right back as a free bet. Must be 21 plus. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. 
must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Wyoming, and Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Okay, we are back. Um, another week where the NFL just couldn't couldn't grab me. Luckily, the Colts. I, I know didn't, it's been it's been the really Colts tough, didn't lose this I, week. They were on a bye. Woo, woo. Um, but there have been some intriguing storylines that have yes. come out of the NFL. Um, perhaps the biggest one this week is that I think Baker Mayfield earned himself another commercial deal. Yes, and I am State Farm or whatever ad there is i forgot who he was the spokesperson for but sign baker for another commercial deal because he earned it with that victory on thursday night football it it was now eddie you were there it was here in la at sofi the raiders are were kind of even on an upswing and Mm -hmm. definitely like needed this game the the Rams got nothing cooking. Like, uh, Cooper Cup shut down for the season. Sean McVay, probably going to retire. Aaron Donald, why am I still here? You know, like, it's they're circling the drain. Baker gets there on Tuesday. I believe has one practice with the team. Maybe does a walkthrough in one practice. And then leads the team to a last-second victory. And and I'm, I'm sad for the Raiders. But at the same time, I'm so happy for Baker, he does seem to just keep getting lives at it. Like, I think his nine lives are up and and now he has some sort of video game feature where he's like, I'm on my 14th life, but I'm going to make it work. Uh, Yeah, he keeps earning extra lives through the video game feature. But um, 
Under these circumstances, this was truly remarkable that Baker Mayfield yeah. was able to lead this team to victory. Um, I mean, I've heard this on other podcasts, too, so I'm not trying to steal it, but this was true. If Tom Brady did what Baker did, we wouldn't bat an eye because it's Tom Brady. The fact that Baker did this after joining the team, what, 48 hours before getting the playbook on the plane, not even knowing about anybody on the team. I mean, obviously he's watched them, but he hasn't had a chance to build chemistry with these guys. And then getting the victory, I think he, he earned himself at least one more year of commercial deals. Um, I don't. I think this is as good as it gets for Baker, though, right now for this season. I think the rest is, yeah. it's over. It's over. Yeah. Um, another quarterback kind of coming out of nowhere to have a standout game is the 49ers' new quarterback, Brock Purdy. Oh, I'm so sick of this story. Wow. So sick of this story. Even his parents? I liked his parents. Weird because his parents weren't even gonna go like they were they weren't going to the game to see him. Like they had these tickets before to see Tom Brady. No. Yeah. They got the tickets at the beginning of the season. They're Brady fans? Yeah, they wanted to see Brady. And then they watched their son absolutely kick his ass. Right? That's pretty fun. It yeah. is wild that they're like, oh, you're gonna be there too. It's like my parents going to a, a stand up show to see Bill Burr and then being like, well, I guess Megan's there. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, thanks, guys. I do love, I thought you were gonna say, like, they couldn't afford plane tickets, you know, travel. It's no. brutal right now. Okay, so Megan's sick of that story, but that well, is. Well, I am sick of it because I keep hearing everyone like, oh, Brock Birdie, Brock Better Birdie, than Jimmy you know, G. He's, you know, he's right. doing this, he's doing, it's like, we haven't even seen that much of this guy before, and every team that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes... Oh, Jesus, my microphone keeps dropping. Well, Every team that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen is somehow or another, depending on the week, ready to just kick their quarterback to the curb. And I got a real problem with it. There's not that many great quarterbacks in this league. And if you have... A good quarterback? Shut your mouth. Like, there's well, only one Brady, there's only one Mahomes, there's only one Allen. Like, like, you know, you're not going to get the best guy in the league in every draft. They only have Brock Purdy playing because their starter and backup are both hurt. No, but I've so heard a lot of things like, oh, I would rather have Brock Purdy than Mac Jones. And that bothers me. Well, that's not even that's not even an option. That's like... That doesn't make any sense. That's like me saying I'd rather have a mansion in Hawaii than my house that's small in L.A. It's like, that's not, of course, but, like, you can't. You can't just trade things. That It's apples but to I oranges. But I think that's ridiculous. Like, Mac Jones, are we ready to just kick him to the curb? I guess Patriots fans are. I guess I'm in the minority here. In that metaphor, I made Brock, Brock Purdy a mansion in Hawaii, and you I did. think we all know that that's not correct. It's I'm operating on very little sleep. The metaphor did not come to me, and that one was not correct. <laughs> I'll keep thinking on it. I'll circle back. Maybe I'll have one next week. Okay, the Cowboys, I really thought the Cowboys were going to lose to the Texans. Now, this Texans team, people call them the worst in the league. I like them, and I don't know anyone on the team minus Davis Mills, who has the long neck, and so I don't really even know why I like them outside of Lovey Smith. Like, they're just so under the radar. <laughs> I love his beard. Like, he just looks cool on the sideline. And I really, really thought that the Texans were going to beat them. And it felt, I don't know, it felt real like showdown in Texas. Like, the two Texas teams going at it. The Cowboys were able to pull it off. Now, um, across that division, 
<sighs> Eddie, plug yours for a second. The Eagles absolutely beat down the Giants, which mm-hmm. which Eddie did predict, and and the and the Giants have injuries and seem to hey, be. Eddie, in- next time you predict it, can you let me know the numbers so before I put it in a teaser? Thanks. Well, but his sadness doesn't need to make you money. <laughs> and so they're in this precarious situation where Sunday night, it's going to be Commanders, Giants. I, be- I believe this is like massive playoff implications. It's yes. going to be in in Washington at that stadium where poop rains down. Eddie seems tied last time yes. he played. Yes. I also need to ask you a question before we bring Eddie to weigh in on this. Okay. Okay. Are you secretly a Giants fan? No. I, I mean, I do. Well, uh, here, uh, the thing is, I rooted for the Giants in both Super Bowls where they beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I saw one of those Super Bowls live. And I do like Eli because he's related to Peyton. And I used to live in New York. But honestly, in some ways, I'm kind of secretly a Commanders fan because I just love seeing them play. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Play in spite of their circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, they feel kind of like the team from Major League, where it's like, our owner is trash, our owner, and like, mm-hmm. obviously that woman is fun, and Daniel Snyder is like, truly an evil character. Like a Game of Thrones, like Joffrey-like. Um, and But they, they feel like they play in spite of the owner, the stadium, the fact that all of their fans have abandoned them, that they end up being, their name has changed three times. They're kind of fun in that way. Why do you think I'm secretly a Giants fan? I don't know. Every week, whenever Eddie's team's down, we get a text to the group chat, um, like apologizing to Eddie. And whenever my team's down, you know, we don't we don't get one apologizing. No, I don't. I was just checking in. I know you've checked out on football this year a little bit because the Colts are irrelevant. So I was just wondering if maybe you're jumping on that Giants bag. No. So your team has cost me (laughs) like years off my life and they deserve to be bad for the next 10 years. And I like root for that to happen. Eddie's team has brought me happiness. And I also want Eddie to be well because, like, w- the show wouldn't exist without him. I think we both really know that. Yeah, so I that. And my team is so bad, so it's sort of like trauma bonding at this point. Like, ah, I'm spiraling. Eddie, are you alive? Okay, now all that... I just had to check. I thought that you yeah. might have been becoming a Giants fan. Yeah, no, I... Mean, I you wouldn't I, have to change colors. It's like no, a, I do a little like, bit of a different shade, but, you know. I do like the, I do like the Giants. Um, but, like, I don't think they're going to make it part in the playoffs if they make it there. All that said, Eddie, come on in. Gut check. What are you, what are you feeling like is going to happen Sunday night? Uh, it'll be a very similar game to the first one, I think. Uh, the problem is now, obviously, the the commanders coming off the bye. It looks like they're probably going to get back Chase Young. Um, the Giants, though, also should be a little bit healthier in this matchup. Uh, I think the big key is the Giants getting healthy in the secondary because Taylor Heineke, his ability just to to always, when his back's against the wall, to make those plays, uh, that fourth down comes to mind. But the Giants' play calling was not great in that game. They were aggressive, and they should have been kind of conservative, and they were conservative, and they should have been aggressive. So I think Mike Kafka did. Able uh, adjust that, but it'll be a tough one. Um, I I don't really have a lean one way or the other right now. I, I think um, I still think there's a path the Giants to make the playoffs, even if they even drop if they this lose. game, yeah. just because their last two weeks, uh, the Eagles. I don't see them playing their starters for a bit, and I, I still think the Colts are really trying to tank to get a, a higher draft pick. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, uh, funny enough, you know, I do waiver wire with Jen Piacente, and she thinks that. 
sometimes uh, bye weeks actually halt teams' momentum. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she believes that the commanders will have, will struggle off the bye because they're not riding that high anymore. So I hope she's right. Um, it should be a close one, and uh, hopefully the Giants respond after that blowout loss to, to Philly. Okay, great. Thank you, Eddie. In uh, more Commanders in- are favored by four and a half points. Moving, um, moving to a story, and we'll only touch on it briefly, but it's bringing me absolute joy. The Browns continue to get their ass kicked, even with Deshaun Watson on the team, and he looks bad. He looks and awful. they not only tanked some of their fan base, they gave him a lot of money, and he does not. He does not look good. And to see them lose to the Bengals, who really feel to be clicking, like a lot of struggles early in the season, kind of clicking, kind of coming around, going to be getting important pieces back at the right time. I I, I don't think we're going to see them in the Super Bowl again, but I think we're going to see them making some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, they look really good, and they've got the monkey off their back because Joe Burrow was unable to beat Cleveland, and they finally got the job done. So that is a team peaking at the right time. As we look ahead to this week, um, 49ers, Seahawks, we got all of our lines here. Your Colts, they're playing the Vikings. I mean, this is a struggling Vikings team. Do you you like them um, coming off the bye to pick up a win here, or do you think they keep it close and then purposely lose at the end like we saw in their last game? Well, they yeah, they just lost to Detroit, um, and so that's exciting. Kudos to our, our hunk, our king, Dan Campbell. I don't, like, I don't want to watch this game. Like, I know I will. I know I'll be, my eyes will be on it, and my son will go, why is mama so sad on Sundays? But um, for, like, to think how bad this Colts team is, and that Eddie thinks they're tanking, and and they're only getting four against the Vikings that are like are a playoff team. It's really, I know Vikings fans feel like so disrespected, but like they kind of deserve it. Um, gosh, my Patriots play the Raiders, so this is Bill Belichick against Josh McDaniels. There's been oh, a lot of commentary in Patriot circles about offensive coordinator, who's not really the offensive coordinator, but he's the offensive play caller, Matt Patricia, who so I now hate. You hate Patricia, too? Uh, yeah, I'll send you a little news article. All right, all right. I was just like, it's hard to keep up sometimes. I hate him more than Josh McDaniels. Ooh. Yeah, so that's a hate with a capital H. Wow. Um, so this yeah. is a hate bowl for you. So that will be an interesting <laughs> one. Um, Patriots favored by one. I hate both teams, and I would bet the under, but the under's pretty low at 44 and a half. I'm staying the heck away from that one. Um, but I do like the Eagles. Favored by nine against the Bears because I saw today that Justin Fields is listed as day-to-day dealing with an illness. Oh, okay. An illness. You can be back by Sunday on an illness, no, you know. know. He, not he may have. Could what, you going to have six-day diarrhea? No, he'll be back. He'll be back. Um, yeah, like I just am looking at some of these games. It's like Rams, Packers. Please don't put it on TV. Um, okay, we will be uh, right back with just some, some bits and some bots around the rest of the sports world. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Okay, we are back. I wanted to briefly mention that my husband went to the Sierra Canyon versus Christ the King game. Yes, that is high school basketball. We Our are husbands talking- would be best friends yes. because my husband goes to Mount Verde high school basketball games here in Orlando because they are a powerhouse as well. Okay, so CJ left um, his wife and his child at 4.30 p.m. and left me to care for him, give him dinner, get him washed up, put him down um, so he could go watch high school boys play basketball. And he, CJ was sitting courtside because <laughs> I could, yeah, courtside. You and, gotta know someone to get those seats. Oh, and he knows someone. And he texted me at one point and said that the Kardashians were sitting behind him, Chloe and Kim. And my first question was, how do their butts look? He said mm-hmm. he couldn't see. They were sitting down. It's like, oh, what? Get them on. standing up. And then my second question was, what are they doing there? <laughs> why are they, why, CJ, I know why you're there and that's weird, but like, why are, why are Kim and Chloe there? What, why were they there? Did we find I, out? No. I mean, I guess like Kim is friends with Lala, uh, who is the, the Anthony's mom, you know, the yes. young, the boy Anthony. Yes. I, I, it's like, I don't know the 17 year old boy's name and I'm, I think it's Keon maybe. Uh, but like, I don't think Lala was with her. And I'm not going to my friends' kids' basketball games. Hmm. Did they? I think they just like as to good s- in real life as they do on the internet. That, so CJ was like, you know, Kim just like kind of looked like a woman you would see at the Americana. Like I want to know what a- they wear out on like a normal day because obviously we. I bet Skims. Just yeah, that sounds about right. But I bet Skims. Like when I saw Giselle at Patriots preseason practice, she was just wearing. You know, Lululemon leggings and a T-shirt. She looked yeah. very, very normal. I bet. Um, I imagine the Kardashians are like that as well, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, this was the the Brawny versus Carmelo's son, whose name I fully am forgetting. Um, but I think CJ had a good time. He okay. So it's my anniversary, so I don't want to drag him too much. Happy anniversary! He did ask Scotty Pippen for a photo, and Scotty mm-hmm. said no. And I go, he's at his son's basketball game. Leave him alone, CJ. Is CJ secretly like a booster? Is he like a bad guy for co- a bag? Not bad, like a bag guy for college basketball, like paying these guys off. He better I mean, not be. Exist he better not be because would- he he's got some pretty high dental bills right now. So. He better take the bag back from Scottie Pippen Jr. <laughs> okay, the NBA renamed their awards. People were like all up in arms about this. I don't know. I just, I don't, I think it's fun. What the, I don't know. Am I wrong? like it. I no, do too. I like it. I, do I too. think it's a good way to honor history in the game, 
right? Yes. And and I'm happy for Jerry West, who I know hated the Lakers show and was suing them. And so now he gets most clutch and spelled with a C. So not spelled with a K like the management company. So maybe now he'll forget that he's mad about that show. I um, also liked in the NBA last night, I was watching our favorite um, comedy show that's on TV with Charles Barkley. Inside the NBA. Inside the NBA. I'm watching that. And it's Celtics against the Lakers. And Chuck comes oh. out right away and just says, I'm done watching this Lakers team. I've done, I think it's a conspiracy theory that we always have to talk about the Lakers and act like they're relevant. And he said, what other 12 seed are we talking about the way that we talk about the Lakers? I'm done with the Lakers. It was epic move by Charles. And then um, Kenny told a joke, well, this is the last time you'll have to watch him this year. And Chuck instantly got so excited and then was let down because it was one because of those stupid year-end jokes yeah. that people always do. See you next year. You the got rea- me. The reality is I don't think Chuck's watching a lot of the games, Lakers or not. I think Chuck's clocking in, being funny, and clocking out. And that's all he needs to do. I'm not saying he needs to watch the games, but I don't I don't think Chuck is analyzing X's and O's right now. Okay. Um, two Purdue stories, okay? Football coach, he left. He went to Louisville. You're out of here. We've hired a new coach, Ryan Walters. He's kind of hot. And despite what we said on the show last week, Purdue is not in the Rose Bowl. It's actually Penn State. I lied. I'm sorry. I didn't. I went to go buy tickets, and then I go, I'm not going to buy tickets to see Penn State. That's terrible. What would people think of me? Big Ten West, which yes, actually really deserve. Of course, not disrespect. Not 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 great. Um, And then Purdue men's basketball is the new number one. My dad texts it to the family thread, and he goes, "You know, when they were number one last year, they lost to Rutgers in the next game." I go, "Yeah, I remember, Dad." So I'm I'm Megan. If I were to ask you to bet money. On Purdue still being number one when we record next week, would would you take that bet? Who do they play this weekend? Does it matter? Is the curse real? The number one curse I do think is real, especially yeah, this too. early in college basketball. I do too. So I think Purdue doesn't matter who they're playing. They're definitely going to lose this weekend. I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> but it's part of what makes college basketball exciting. Fun. Pretty um, fun. Other NCAA football news, freaking Army-Navy is on this weekend. And the under in this game has hit for 17 years. Mm -hmm. 17 years the under has hit. Myself, Cousin Sal, Brother Bri, we were all on the under and we were all texting throughout the game. What happens, it goes to overtime. We all think it's okay. Neither of these two teams can score. They just run the ball. And what do they decide to do? After watching this game for four hours, they barely scored. And in overtime, it's a score fest. The over hits for the first time in 17 years, and we all lost money. It was a tragic day. Um, and you I really... felt like I wasted four hours of my life watching a very boring football game only to lose money. You really text everyone in the company. Like, when you're okay. like, Meatballs and I were texting, and I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know Meatballs' real name. Mike. Mikey. Mike, Mikey, I Mikey, did know that. Yes, this is, maybe you this is why it. I'm not texting. Well, Do you think it's because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm busy? You think it's that? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a life to keep alive. Well, you do have a you do have a life to keep alive. I don't, and I'm alone a lot, so I just need friends. So I just you know, yeah. text away. I wonder if everyone else in the company thinks I'm a. a no, everybody else in the company definitely thinks that I'm annoying. So. Okay, so you're annoying, and I'm just. <laughs> Come and see us in Vegas, the annoying, stupid. 
Um, okay, speaking of that, I don't know. CJ's got to go do something, so I got to go. All right, well, everybody, Care for thank my you son. so much for listening to this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. We will be back next week to answer all of your sports questions, talk about the morons, maybe a little even Christmas. Catholic church analysis yeah, in Christmas. the spirit of Christmas and Jesus' birthday. Um, we hope that to see you all in Vegas. Um, the first week of January. Yay. Oh, and before I fully admit I'm a stupid it is it is my anniversary, like I said. And you know what my husband and I are doing tonight? At my suggestion, we're going to Top Golf. Cause I'm a Ooh. cool wife. Yeah, I said, why don't we go to Top Golf? And he was like, sick. And I'm like, this is how I got married. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm gonna drive it long and hard tonight. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Ooh, maybe um, get a little freaky. Maybe get a little freaky like Giannis's birthday. Um, okay, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Eddie, Bye. good luck to the Giants. 